What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Potter Podcast, where you will find knowledge, resources, and information on everything real estate related. We are happy to have you join us today. And without further ado, let's jump into our topic and discussion for today. Hey, guys, what's up today? We're going to talk about how long can a seller take to respond to my offer? And what if my offer is rejected? What are the steps that are necessary to take afterwards and how to move forward from that? So let's dig in. So you've written up the offer and you're waiting on the seller and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting, right? How long can the seller take to respond to your offer? And that's the question that you keep thinking about. This has happened way too many times. Uh, It is definitely frustrating as the buyer's agent, as I'm representing you as a buyer and we are waiting for a response, especially in this market that we are currently in. If you are in a seller's market um, and you are a buyer writing up an offer, it better be a darn good offer if you want a fast response. Um, If you are looking to get a deal out of it and you are in a seller's market, um, chances are that seller is gonna take their time to get back to you because what they're waiting for is they're waiting for other offers to come in so that they can create a multiple offer situation that then in return, they come back to you and they ask you to give your best and final offer. And then that's where the annies get upped and that's where the best offer wins. Um, so in this case, as we're talking about, um, there's a couple things that, uh, basically play into that, right? So how long can a seller respond? Well, they can literally take as long as they want, um, on the contract. There is a place that you write in an expiration date, Um, But really, to be honest with you, that expiration date doesn't mean anything, uh, especially to the seller, because they can take as long as they want. And as soon as that time and date uh, is passed, the contract is null and void. So if they don't want to respond to you, they don't have to um, within that, that time frame. Now, is it looked down upon? Is it frowned upon? Yes. You know, like it's kind of disrespectful to at least not reply back with something um, or to at least get back to you or the agent and tell them, hey, you know, we're planning on going all over all offers at this time. So, you know, we're probably not going to hit your deadline, but we will get back to you. Just something there. Um, so your agent should know that after they communicate uh, with the listing agent. But, um, the seller again can take as much time as they want to get back to you. And unfortunately it kind of stinks when you're in a multiple offer situation because you can be waiting sometimes two days, three days for that seller to get back to you because they're waiting for offers to basically mount up and uh, look over all them. Um, And sometimes that can be stressful. It can be frustrating, Um, but really you don't have any control over that after uh, the offer is submitted. So again, that's where it's nice to have a good agent um, because they'll kind of fight for you and push for um, a response and at least give you some idea of a time frame um, that that will work there for uh, both parties. So um, it's always just good to know. Sometimes you can even before writing up the offer, uh, have your agent ask that listing agent, you know, how fast uh, can your sellers respond? Because sometimes, uh, believe it or not, the sellers are out of town and they're on vacation or they're doing something else where they might not have access to 
um, a computer or something to respond back to uh, their agent. So there are situations like that that you must keep in mind as well, um, especially if they get relocated for another job. Sometimes they're caught up in the job and they can't respond. Um, it's not that they're purposely trying to um, you know, prolong. They want to get the, the house sold just as quickly as you do. Um, so there's just times where you just have to understand uh, basically what's going on with both parties, um, specifically that seller. And then, um, you know, the next question that usually follows is if you are in that waiting game, um, you know, I've seen situations where there's been as many as 25 offers. Um, and so the chances of your offer getting accepted sometimes are pretty slim. And again, that depends on um, the type of loan that you have. It depends on a lot of things, the closing time frame that you want. Um, how much you're putting down, what your offer is, do you need closing costs, you know, a lot of these things, are you getting an inspection? Um, so again, the seller's got a lot of things to think about as they mull over a lot of these um, offers that have been sent to them. So what if your offer is rejected? Well, if your offer gets rejected, you know, there's a couple options. One is you can ask that seller if they would um, be willing to hold your uh, contract and your offer as a backup offer. Um, so if anything were to fall through with uh, the offer that they did choose to accept, you could be plan B. So there's an option for you. If you really love the house um, and you just couldn't get it, ask your agent to basically be the one to present to them that you, they would keep yours as a backup offer. So if something fell through with the inspection or financing or the buyers got cold feet and walked away, that they would um, revert back to your offer and it would still be a good offer. And then you would just uh, extend the expiration date there to make the contract, um, you know, past the, the null and void time. And it would be an actual accepted offer and you could work with that. Um, so that would be an option. Uh, the other option, obviously, is you move forward and you move on. You take what you learn through that experience. Um, maybe there's some things that you can tweak on the contract for the next time and the next go around. Um, but sometimes there's not, and that's okay. I always tell people that, you know, it just wasn't meant to be. It wasn't the right house for you. Um, and sometimes it's a good thing. You know, we, we end up looking back and, you know, there's been situations for me where I look back with our buyers and the, there's the house that we found out where pipes bursted or things like that, that you look back on and you're like, see, like the Lord was looking out for us. You know, the Lord was protecting us from that situation. Um, and so you can just uh, rest in knowing that if your offer doesn't get accepted, know that it didn't get accepted for a reason. And um, sometimes you can control that reason. Other times you can't. And you just have to move on. Uh, it's just like uh, I also tell people I use the car illustration, right? Like all of us have been in that situation where we really want a certain car and then we go to the lot and we see that that specific car has sold and we're down in the dumps for maybe a couple hours, some of us a couple days or a week, but we get over it, right? And we move forward and we go find another car. It's the same thing with the houses. So if that's you, just know that if your offer has been rejected, you haven't found that perfect house yet. Um, again, there's no such thing as a perfect house. Um, but if you haven't found the house for you and the one you will, um, it just takes some time sometimes. And sometimes it takes a, a couple efforts and a couple offers to get you there. Um, but it will happen. And um, you just have to trust uh, your realtor. You have to trust who you're working with and uh, trust that you're doing everything in your power to get that house. And, um, and eventually you will get it. So hopefully that answers that question for you guys. Actually, both of those questions. And then um, if you guys have anything else to add to that, feel free to comment, share, um, or send me a personal message and I can address it as well. But with that, 
Have a great one, guys. We'll talk to you soon. See you on the next one. As always, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Potter Podcast. To learn more about how you can connect with me, check out my website, potterpodcast.com. And there you can connect with me on my social media platforms. Until next time, stay hungry, work hard, dream big, and always stay humble. Talk to you soon.